I love that he was telling us to be silent, and he puts his hand up, and he's like, "Yeah, black, black power. power." What, <laughs> Jonathan? I don't know. I just... Oh my god. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Guys, welcome to the Comedy Store podcast. We're going to try to be professional today. I'm, I'm not. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. I'm Rick Ingram. The one that's not going to be professional. Rarely. It's true. We have the great Jonathan Picard with us today. Howdy, Howdy. folks. <laughs> Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and hang on to them hats and glasses because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Oh, Jesus. Do you do voiceovers? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, they br- Get that fucking asshole out of here right now. That's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. Wait, okay, so I was trying to explain to people who you are because people are like, who's Jonathan Picard? I don't remember too. Yeah, your parents do that too? They're like, we don't know how we conceived him but he's ours is it you mean that way like what kind of no that my dad just used to lie and say i came from an adoption agency he's like just give me that one <laughs> fucking dream okay fuck face you know, so, but, yeah. but you when did you get to la because you're from memphis I'm right from memphis and we loaded up the truck in like 1987 on july 4th and coming here as a tourist to go to disneyland and everything back in like 1979 Oh, driving Jesus. by the comedy store, I'm nine <gasps> years old. Wow! And I see the names on the wall, and I'm like, I must go in there. And they're like, you have to be over 21. I mean, literally, I remember going, I will never live that long. That's unfair. Doesn't Gary Coleman get to do shit? He's shit. <sighs> Smart. Know? That's literally. We all want to. We all wanted to be Gary. Oh. He I lived just saw Cheech and Chong's name and Johnny Carson's in the little tuck thing when we, when we walked by, and I was like. Oh yeah, this I'm like. Oh. Wait, Johnny Carson's name's on the wall? Yeah, right in the bar, right in the tux. Oh, I'm a big trivia buff when it comes to where the. No, that's names amazing are. because Johnny's I didn't know. Johnny's is right where Punky's little area is, right over in that corner. The front bar. Front bar. Okay. What Did the you know fuck that? is up with Sarah Silver's name? It says Sarah Silverman plays 365 days a year. Have you seen where they put her name? Oh, it's right in the front. Yeah, it's over by Frankie Lemmerman as well. It literally. Says, by the way, I owe you an email, Frankie Lemmerman, if you're listening. That she plays here 365 <laughs> nights a year. I'm like, wow, she is really committed to Mitzi's. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they were like, we should put that somewhere predominant, and then they're like, what about here? And then after they painted, they're like, well, that seems a little weird, but <laughs> yeah. But let's we do don't it. have black paint. All right, it's staying right where it is. Then, <laughs> yeah, I don't pay attention to where people's names are. I, I mean, when you and Freddie got your names on the wall, I was a waitress, so I remember that specifically because Freddie made such a big deal. His family came out. Jesus, they were videotaping. Mm-hmm. Were you videotaping or no, just skateboarding they, by? And you're like, dude, my name. And <laughs> they were painting it, and then Freddie and I, because Corey told me the story. Did Corey tell you the story about uh-uh. the videotape? No. Oh, Freddie is so wonderful. He's funny, <laughs> even accidental. So the most important videotape of his life, he's getting the dudes painting his name up on the fucking wall. Rick Freeman. Yeah, Rick. Oh, love Rick. Yeah. And I'm there taking photographs, and we're hugging each other, watching our names going up, and it's like, this is great. He has the videotape, and he goes to show his parents. <laughs> and Corey, and they take it. Oh, I know It's play. Through the tape, it's me being a dickhead and just trying to be funny, and all of a sudden it 
Corey halfway naked showing her tits and stuff. Uh, he has thrown in a videotape <laughs> to film her running across the room naked. And then she pops in and the, oh, me. And she goes, Freddie's mom covers her own breasts and her I... eyes. So for some reason, she had to cover her breasts. Smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that is hilarious. And then I just want to start crying because Freddie being gone, that is why it's so magical being here realizing <sighs> yeah. That was like, uh, in my mind and minds, I always daydreamed that it's like, we'll be old and we'll get a goof on. I never, ever, I always, you know, it's Johnny Sanchez, you know. Yeah, Bobby Lee. Bob, exactly. All of us were in That the was same. your group, yeah. Yes. And I was so just proud of all of us. And yeah. him being gone and not knowing, you know, my mind for seeing all this other shit that we would have done gives me a whole even greater appreciation for not even coming back and seeing how cool it is now but it's like this is college for us yeah it's college but it's always college don't you think i feel like it's continual it it is i mean i've been here basically every week since 2002 and now when i come i've i don't it doesn't feel like like i don't know most of the people here wow you just gave me anxiety because i i think i've been here every weekend since 1993. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I never go on vacation. Trip. Right, same. Well, so, I go to and, Philly. So it's unless like I go, there. I mean, I, honestly, it's rare that I would ever be gone for more than four days. But yeah. now the I crew of people I came up with, the guys I was in college with, Ren yeah. Azizi and yeah. Simone and all those guys, they're all out Danish on the road. Oh, yeah. So like Danish and O'Neill, I still see, but it's like most of the crew I came up with are way more successful than I am, so... <laughs> They're out making money, and I'm just, I am come up here, I'm, like, talking to door guys. I know, like, three of their names, and the other ones, like, talk to me all the time. I'm like, man, I've talked to this guy so many times. I don't have a fucking clue what his name is. <laughs> well, but it's like, start, well, I'm not going to learn the young guy's names. You also names. start not wanting to learn, right? Yeah, yeah like, I don't. I'm like, we t- we're turning into Harris Pete, Ugh. where you don't learn hopefully. somebody's mm-hmm. name. Hopefully, hopefully. I can become Harris Pete. Until, like, Harris Pete okay. would say, talk to me when you're here for six months. Right. And maybe I'll learn your name. Right. But if you don't, let, we're so transient here yeah. that it's like, forget it. I'm a big Kings fan. And that what oh, his yeah. day job is, it's just like shocking. For those who know, he's a hockey goal. We Does had him on. Do it? We had him on. No, I know. He moved uh, He moved to Montana. Montana. <gasps> yeah, yeah, we love Harris. Yes. He's one yeah. of our favorites. Yeah. But yeah, he was like the practice goalie or something uh, for him, exactly. an equipment Very manager. Good. But he always invited us to games. Yeah. Like he would always, did he take you ever? No, or? I did. I just. Just I thought just he was cool. Ama- yeah, I just was so amazed with it because my brother and I had a way to sneak in always to go see games. So it's like <laughs> I have a. I, was like, I feel like you snuck in a lot of places. I I'm just going to say in that. Many places you learn how the doors <laughs> work. And, you know, it's it's almost another thing that's been taught here. It's just you just learn where the do- you know the where the doors the, aren't censored. Door never going to get fucking through. Yeah, but that side door right there, four feet away from yep. it, no one's even guarding. Well, come on, here we go. You know, so he's like Jimmy Pitt before Jimmy Pitt. Oh, definitely. This guy, doorman here, Jimmy Pitt, loved going to rock concerts, but his thing was figuring out how to sneak in. <laughs> and so they were having some big like music never festival. A <laughs> yeah, there was some music festival somewhere in L.A., and our our buddy Pete bought tickets for like. I think he got like four tickets, and then he was like, "Hey, Jimmy, we're going to this thing. You can come." And he was like, 
where's it at? And he told him, and he goes, I already got tickets, though. And he's like, keep it. I ain't taking the ticket. And he was like, no, you don't have to pay me for it. And he's like, no, I'm getting in. I ain't taking your ticket. <laughs> Excellent. And he was just like, what, what's wrong with you, man? And He'd rather get poison ivy sneaking under a fence in the back. No, just bring me in in a trash can. <laughs> I don't care. Jimmy, you can get really gross. You know, you can get sick. Rather be covered in, in soot than walk in <laughs> for free like a civilian. Yeah, you don't want that. That's you're no commoner. I just thought it was so funny, just the concept of someone turning down the free ticket because they they had a mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's an obsession after a while, you know. Just <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, it comes, it comes who, pride. Yeah, you know, you're it's an like, idiot. Pay to go in. You know, that's just there. So, what year did you start doing stand up? Let's see, I was made, I got my little two-page contract, I'm going to say in 1995. But you, how long were you here before she passed you? Three weeks, I mean, just three weeks. I came in and did a three-minute spot. She asked me to come back and do a six-minute spot, and then she asked me to do a 15-minute spot. And then every time she would ask me to come sit down with her, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is like, (laughs) fuck. And uh, then the third week, and I killed, I didn't get called to the seat, and I'm like, Fuck. What do you think? She's Carson? That's amazing. I didn't get called to the couch. Well, right. Well, exactly. And I think it's over. And then I call Scott Day the next day. And this mm-hmm. is Scott. Scott's the talent. I know at Scott. The time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, and, uh, oh, Rick Scott's might like, not, but yeah, I always do you know teach. Who Scott no. Day is? We oh. love Scott I've heard Day. many stories, but I don't know. I tell actually know. a lot of stories about oh, boy. the great Scott yes. Day. Uh, I wonder what. I know. I just picture him in a rice field right now, creeping around. He could be. He could be. Yeah. He listens to the podcast. Hi, Scott. Does he? Yeah, yeah he always call, he writes me and says, I feel like I was sitting in the room with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, I'm quite Freddie certain. used to call him Scotch Day because he liked to drink oh, a little bit. Oh, man, <laughs> when he lived in that apartment. The Cat and the Fiddle. We used to go there all the time. He was fun, Scott Day. Oh, Plus, I was younger, so I would... I wouldn't say I drank a lot more, but I would go party. Yeah. Like, go hang out more. You were still willing to have a good time in life. For the most part, yeah. I'd be like, all Those right. Those were the days. And so, we, the cat and fiddle was his place. <laughs> what? I love that it, the way you're like, mm, what can I say uh, and what can't I say? <laughs> I we know. Have, I'm like, thinking, well, first, like, well, we fuck, have am disclaimer. I going to let my mom hear this one? I'm pretty sure this one's out the gate letting the parents hear this one. So, we might as well talk, <laughs> We have a talk. disclaimer. You can say whatever you want. Oh, that's, well, I'm more worried about just Mitzi. I'm always, you <laughs> know, Mitzi's listening. Well, that's She's right really here. what makes it even more. As I was coming over in the car, I was thinking, fuck, it, it was easier when she was alive because at least she had the bot. Now it's just she's covering a lot yep. more territory. Yeah. <laughs> it feels, you know. It's like, She'll shut all the power You're down. Like, if Why she is like he it. going and saying that stuff? Jonathan brought his skateboard on stage. Oh. Yeah. It's not really that funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get her. We don't have insurance. Don't be a dick. What? Uh... The, my big claim to fame here, other than all the other silliness, is that me pitching to her what a dot com is. We have to have the comedy store dot com. <laughs> Once a dot com, just way ahead of his time. When does it go? I'm like <sighs> pitching and pitching and pitching. Yeah, because you had a lot of other hats here, not oh, just yeah, a comic. I was, also, I was a, the promotional director. <laughs> I had the third floor for a while. If I it love- doesn't quit smelling like pot up there, everyone's gonna get fired. <laughs> You know, and it's just that red table because who's Polly's guy? Bobby. Paul, uh, Bobby Grease. The Grease. Yeah. Bobby and I are yelling and screaming at each other one day, and he makes me so mad I accidentally kick and put a hole in Mitzi's <gasps> thing, and we all freeze because I know what I've done. Yeah. And he looks at me like, I've got the fucking greatest card on you in life. I will tell her you did this. Yeah. You know, I'm like, but a little Bobby, slimy. we're arguing over who's going to go see 
you know, whatever stupid thing it could right. possibly be. And it just the the silliness during the day here. Oh, it was brutal. <sighs> He was a phone guy, right? Did you do phone guys or no? You only did your. I was only allowed to work the phones once, and I was told (laughs) I I didn't have the personality for it. (laughs) And and no one, no one even called back then. It wasn't like the phones ever rang. Yeah, he's like Dean is just like bro. Bro. You're you got to work late nights, man. Like what does that mean? (laughs) But I was I was uh, I was unemployed for a long time. In my early days, so I was I was always just up here You're hanging out. You're a full-time out. comic now, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yes, I love hearing that. Yeah, so. I, yeah. You got to watch I, I him. Just You'll watch out. him tonight. You'll be obsessed. I was listening to the Jimmy Schubert thing you guys just did the other yeah, day. Yeah, and yeah, when Jimmy said, like, the compliment, and first off, that was so nice, him saying the word. I thought that was really a good interview. I guess, was that oh, yeah, another day or two ago? Yeah. Was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, this, but, uh, he's last week, Thursday. Oh, okay, it comes out that, every Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm new to all catching up on no, everything. Okay. Was like, I didn't even see that the dot com had everyone's name on I'm like, fuck, my name's not going to be on. Oh, thank God it's on there. Someone's Okay. Because I always thought I'd be the first one. Get the ladder in the black paint. I'm painting over his name. I'm sick of it. You know, I always thought I'd be the first one. No, once your name goes on there, it's on. Yeah, only name I've ever seen painted over was uh, Wheels. (laughs) And. I don't know who did it, but it only took yeah, there like... there was a lot of speculation of certain people yeah. that may or may not have done it, but we don't know who did it. It took like two months, and then they repainted it in the same he spot. He was pissed. Oh. But he had a lot of enemy. He used to piss people off. Like, even Jonathan's like... Eh. Yeah, I can't... I remember people were like, yeah, Skippy Simon did it. And I was right. like, there's like a list one. of them. Yeah, there was... A, but, but they would circulate, and then Wheels would always ask me, who did who it? Who did yeah. it? Like you know, years I, later. I, uh, I invented painting over names, so no, whoever... uh did not. Yes. <laughs> Wheels was here when you were here, oh, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I looked at it, change it was 50, 80, so I don't bend down to pick it up. Classic. That guys yeah. aren't gay. We don't bend. <laughs> I think that's Pinette's. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. oh, they bend over backwards for one another. Yeah. Isn't that him? Yeah, yeah, I think that's That's his. hilarious. Yeah. I love that you remember his. Oh, I remember all this. I'll tell you, anywhere I am around the world, anywhere, I always am curious about, is it 2 o'clock yet? Because my body refuses to go to sleep because I know someone's on stage until 2 at the comedy store. And I'm like, I'm not turning my body off till I know there's no one they're being funny right now. That's and this, very and strange. Think, and think about like how long that. it's been since I've been here, and my mind yeah. thinks that way. How long has it been since you've been here? Just oh, out of it's curiosity. it's been over cause... at least a decade. I mean, I pop my head in once or twice because I bring Mitzi flowers and come say hi to Polly. And because when I got that big yeah, check for Shark Week, he was good to Mitzi. Like uh, that's why uh, she loved him so much. Oh, I just love wait. So you, her. but you got into producing, like you said, Shark right. Week. And, you produce Shark Week. That's insane. And every insane. time I get a big fat check, I'd come and always say thank you because you really did this fuck usc that's not my college this is my college <laughs> you know and it was uh did you but, go to usc oh yeah film school. That's i did what not I, know that well that's when did you how much did you bribe them for none i had to pay t- you ready two hundred and thirty thousand fucking dollars to get that piece of paper Jesus. that was dipped in jack daniels and put a beavis sticker on that hangs on my mom's wall now. that's <laughs> amazing but see memphis does everything me different backwards yeah, no backwards. we do everything backwards <laughs> Because literally, I was I, I did the fucks. Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and O shit, and I needed a real tape because I needed to show up. Oh my god, I remember you on Mitzi. that. Yeah, yes, 
I figured I got to go get some TV work done. So then I'll have a real tape and I'll be able to go to the comedy store. All I care, you know, it's like I'll do movies and TV so I can make it to the big time. Like it's so easy. <laughs> you, you know, and it's like, this is the way you get into the comedy store. Yeah, you know, smart. Yeah, you know, and that literally <laughs> was just. Everyone's here just like, hopefully I can get on TV someday. You're like, if I can just become <laughs> a comedian at the comedy store. Yeah, well, that is the southern backwards. I love that. Thing of it, though. But you once know. you got in here in 95, you got, I love you said your two page what? That you get the two page contract and it says that you, you cannot be fired for what you say. Do you not? Did you not get? Your, do they still do contracts? I don't think so. No. And she would, and it was her signature. So Scott calls you in, come sign your thingy, and literally one page is blah blah blah. But the last line says something like, "You can't be fired for what you say on stage." And I was like, "One wow, of my this favorite is protecting things." Me more yeah. than the comedy store because that's the difference too. The other one is like that. The, uh, with fuckface Mark, and then they put their name. Oh yeah, their yeah, 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 yeah. She puts their thing. Oh, and by the way, they have a thing called the fucking. Don't main whisper. Room. What? The main room at the <gasps> Improv now. Oh, yeah. Thank what you. The fuck thank you for knowing Holy that. Shit. Okay, first. Does off, that bother you? It drives me crazy. Uh, it only bothers me because when I perform in the main room, there's never anyone there. So. <laughs> they do a great it was job. Never of, called the main room. No, well they uh, it, there's. When I first started going to the improv, which was rare, there wasn't a second room. So it was just, right. well, there was just the one lab. room. No, the lab didn't exist until mid-2000s. Maybe around, yeah. So like, when I started doing stand-up. Yeah, yeah, probably around then is when they opened it. And then it was just like a, that vacant room. Yeah, And I like mean, Ari would do storyteller yes. thing there. But then before that, like when I first started going over there, that was just part of the bar. It was like a lounge, but they didn't have a stage. So there was just one. They didn't have to call it the main room because there was only one room where comedy existed. It's so infuriating when I see it because this is how you could tell somebody was doing a bringer show at the comedy store because they'd be like, I'm on the main stage. And I'm like, good, go be a stripper mm -hmm. on the main stage. Yeah. Nobody's on the, there's no such thing as the main stage. Yeah. You're an idiot. I mean, maybe so, it's a compliment to Mitzi in some weird way. Just the I comedy just, store in general is doing better. So they like to take, I think it, the Ice House says it too. Oh, no. Yeah. They might say main stage. Uh, yeah, I think it is main stage. I can't remember. Stage two and main the, stage. The point is, like all that. those clubs are fraudulent examples of what they comedy should used never to work be. For me, anyway. So, what does it matter? Uh, Jamie over there. Well, oh. she liked Jamie. She just did. He worked the door here. Yeah. Yeah, he told me that whole story. He was going to sign me up this one time. And I'm like, I. I Jamie can't. made you sign too. See, I haven't signed well, anything I ever. Do you think they did away with it? Because I was scared. I didn't back then. You were really only supposed to be here. Yeah, and you didn't. And you would. Ne and I was so petrified that they put my name on the wall, and I'd be the time. Or not, I mean, on their stupid marquee or something. You know, I'm like, she'll drive by and see the one time she's looking up. You know, all that trade. Oh yeah, you know, and how much would, she loved you. Yeah, oh. you were like one of her. F puppies her faves so you couldn't you weren't allowed to do that stuff I, I, I'd heard that I got suspended almost more than anyone behind Eddie and Sam how the fuck is that you possible? got banned a lot why did you get banned because of the pot and the girl problems and the stupid back thing but so you have to understand what, the main what is room stupid we girl problem the, the, we would hang out in the girls bathroom that, that's how it was when i got here too oh, from, yeah, two, yeah. So, okay. from 2000 yeah. to 2009 there was like one show a week in there 
It was he basically was the beginning just, of the debauchery. You yeah. were in the thick it, of it. It was basically just seven rooms to get high or try and get laid. I mean, one time it was like witness. I'm a little Amish kid because I thought she came in and Barris and I are in there and he's already left. And I'm getting ready to take a piss. What's going on? Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. So I'm like <laughs> witness kid in the fucking bathroom. I just lift my legs up and just. Yeah. <laughs> She, that's, it's, um, this is it. This is it. Because Paul Mooney would fuck me over. Oh, all oh, the little white boy. Oh, on that the little white boy on the skateboard. He's the one putting all the smoke in the air, Mitzi. And she would. Make yeah, she would rat a lot. Or because she, she knew how much he hated me. Paul, Paul Mooney <laughs> hated. hated me. She created Flat Ass Tuesday when Fat Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. He was the host. And he'd have to bring me up, and it was only crazy, weird white people that he hated. Hilarious. And it was the best Tuesday nights ever. Oh, you white people will laugh at him. Oh, you know, that's 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 how he would bring you up. You and know? he comes out like a little stoner, because he was totally a little stoner. <laughs> it, it was like everything you saw in a movie, Jonathan came out like that. Like, And he would get, but you were a skateboard guy, which is like normal. And then one, my favorite thing was... And this is why I, I think I remember you so well. Not because you were here a lot too, but he had a he got a deal with a skateboard company. Oh, the, the Vans, Vans tension. And yeah. so Mitzi always made us wear all black. We were yeah. never allowed not black yeah, shoes. I, black I got everything. in trouble because I didn't have black shoes when See? I was a doorman. Well, Jonathan got a deal with Vans, and he brought us all sneakers. So we were allowed to wear them. They were all they were blue. They were pink. They were brown. I was like, we can wear them. And Missy's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jonathan brought them, and we were all like, fuck yeah, wearing our vent. Mine were blue suede, or Lauren's were blue suede. Mine were brown. Uh, we fought over them, but my big giant feet only fit into the brown <laughs> one. <laughs> it only really mattered back then to try to impress the waitresses. That's you know, a fact. You needed to get Jeff. Do you want Jeff to be into your shit? Jeff Scott? Or yeah, Jeff Steve Scott. Moore, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Stevie exactly. But it was, was the waitress, Anna, Lauren. You, I mean, because another thing, too, because you girls were so pro about, two keeping the rooms. But one little, ha, from you walking through. Could help the room could, laugh, yeah. Really, because sometimes when there's only nine people in there, they don't even feel comfortable laughing yeah, oh yeah. at Brian <laughs> Holtzman <laughs> killing it, yeah, but you just don't... Yeah, there's like three comedians <laughs> in the back <laughs> laughing maniacally yes. and the crowd's like, yes. I might be in the room with serial killers. I don't think we yeah, should laugh at this. Yeah, we're definitely getting shot up yeah. today. Yeah, I mean, Brian would go on. There was nobody in there and he would just be screaming at them. Yeah, and then that... If Mitzi was in the back... She'd be falling out of her chair, and then he would just scream yes. at her. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. You like that, lady? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you read that newspaper before you go line your birdcage with it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my favorite line. <laughs> you people read? Yeah. yeah. You just line the birdcage and walk out. Do you remember when I had him host my main room show and he wrote the yeah. tux and he fucked yes. up? So, so. Hugh Hefner's in the crowd, uh, Polly. Yes. I mean, Pam Anderson, the two of the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. This crowd is going crazy. And Brian is having one of the, the things. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, know, you know, it's like, he. it's either the greatest and holy fuck, I am with you, or the worst. Oh, Brian. And yeah. it's the tuxedo. He hated the tuxedo. It threw him off. And then I'm no better because I'm back in the back smoking pot with Eldon Campbell of the fucking Lakers and my gay cousins. <laughs> and, and I'm like, man, maybe I should just host and take over it. And that what a mean, horribly fucked up thing to say to do it. And then Chris Rock comes in the back uh-huh. and he's like, I want to be your special guest and do this stuff. And I'm like, 
Brian, this is going to really be. No, it's not. You know, and then he just went right back out there. And then the crowd, you just hear. You call him Chris Stone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he gets mad. Oh, does this he? guy needs more, more money. <sighs> How much money do you want? Chris Stone. What? That's not his name. <laughs> like he gets so mad when there's a special guest that's already famous. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, see that. So just, did he conti- did he continue to host? I remember he did. you bringing in, like like having that good show. You had it a few times. Oh, didn't I had you? a whole bunch because I had Fishbone yeah, play. I, was like, I had yeah. Dread Zeppelin. Mitzi started letting me have bands come, and when Fishbone came, that was the end all end all because we had so much fun because we would go on K Rock in the morning so and do loud promo, in the and it would ruin it for the other comedians. So I would just <laughs> that's that's I would just go try to apologize. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get the doors closed, but. And the it's wall, fucking fish the walls bones. are fucking boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And the comic's like, can you turn that down? I'm like, it's not a radio. That's a band. There's a band playing. Yeah, I I never liked when they had bands, and they did it a lot. Not, I mean, you pretty much started it at least. I started in '93. Paulie so told me that he did it a couple times first. I've worked and she his party. Yeah, and he had House of Pain. That was great. <sighs> Do you remember yeah. the big Halloween party where we got closed well, down? Well, we lost and we our suspended? liquor license. Oh, my yes. gosh. Were you there for this? No, I this wasn't was there, but I've heard the legendary t- tales. Polly dressed up as fucking uh, Larry Flint. He oh, spray painted yeah. a goddamn fucking uh, wheelchair, wheelchair gold <laughs> and put on a suit, and it was the funniest shit you ever saw. Dude, that was him and Brent Boldhouse. Freddie was uh, oh, Tony Clifton. That's right. Freddie was Tony Clifton, oh. and we were all dressed as devils from Playmate Devils. Yeah. <laughs> hot. Those Jeez are hot Louise. pictures, right? Hey, does Brian Holtzman still have the day job at the airline? Oh, no, he lost. No. Okay, then I can tell you guys a brutally crazy story. Yes, <laughs> I hope this so. This one's going to get Ooh. me in trouble because he was... No, he's fine. He, no, no, he knows the story. He, he does, was, yeah. He's animal just, control now you know, down in like, Redondo. Why would you use my name in this story? I told him the whole story, and he's like... But why did you use my Because I knew you weren't. So, like, Delta or some airport plane fucked me over, made me miss one of my flights. And I'm like, I'm a vindictive fucking stand-up comedian, and I will get you back for this no matter what. And the guy's like, <laughs> fuck you. You know, literally with the fuck you eye yeah. thing. And then the poor Marge Simpson with her family. I was like, we really need to get home, too. You know, there's just this nightmare <laughs> of bullshit going on. And I remember the guy's name and everything. And so I come up with this horrible fucking thing and I call and I say hi my name's Jonathan Picard I'm a comedian from the comedy store and I know my friend Brian Holtzman is one of your employees here and he saw my I'm a skateboarder and I have all my stickers on my suitcase so we know it was mine and they pulled a prank on me but I need my stuff back and I don't want him to get in trouble but I really think it's lame that he that they urinated in my on my suits and this <gasps> isn't cool and they're like excuse I don't even know and I'm like look my friend is Brian Holtzman. He's a comedian, and I know he works for you. I and just I love know that they he keeps pissed. saying Brian Holtzman. And he pissed in my thing, and they stole my jewelry. I want my jewelry back, and I want something because this isn't cool. This isn't a prank. This is bullshit. And they're like, "Well, we don't have an employee. Well, American Airlines or whoever he works for. No, that he works for a whole." I'm like, "So this isn't Brian Holt. One of your people did." We're starting this conversation, and by the time it was all done, so I couldn't convince them to give me reimbursements for any of this fake jewelry that, that none of this even exists. <laughs> but they said, if you give us a receipt for any of your suits, we'll reimburse you. And my friend worked at Nordstrom's, and he gave me all these fake receipts, so I went and got $1,700 worth of receipts. <laughs> they gave me the reimbursement check for it. And then I go running to Brian to tell him the story, and I keep telling it, and it's Brian, the whole time I was like, 
but why would you use my name to make it more real? It had to be real, bro. But why would you? Because it's real. And, and so, yeah. Oh, and I, my God. I was like, never fuck with the comedian. We are vindictive, and I will No, no, win. just you. No. no. It's all of us. <laughs> oh, no. No, the guy looked at me because it was a big deal because it was that stupid 902 and 0 bullshit that I had to be back at. Before, and if I missed it, oh, I was like, right. a, oh, rock star dickhead skateboarder can't even show up on time. They made me miss the flight, and it made me look like Ace Freely, a kiss who can't be no fucking where. And I was so <laughs> heartbroken about that and the guy looked at me with that fuck you mother fuck you mother. that look you know that yeah, smell yeah, and ammonia when I, yeah and i'm yeah. like i will win i will win <laughs> so yeah they but brian that's all i remember but, but, but why my name <laughs> <laughs> it had to be real at least yeah. you didn't say there was like coke in the fucking yeah no suitcase and shit brian. Like, but brian you're the kind of he guy that would that whip job his for di- 20 years that 20 years more than that something like that i, I think yeah he I don't even think he got fired. I think he was there long enough that he was able to retire. No, oh, I think I he think got he, fired. So, yeah, I, because he was on suspension a couple times, and then he just exceeded. <laughs> he he failed the drug test. Oh, he did. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it got to the point where it was like, all right, that's your third strike or whatever it is. Yeah. And wow, that's what I I just remember. Right after that was when I saw him. He was doing the parking enforcement in Manhattan Beach. Dressed like in full <laughs> fake cop attire, shorts. He looks good now. He's got that mustache. He oh, looks like Ricky got... Ricardo in Prozac. I like the yeah. way he looks now. He's right got now that with style the white thing. sneakers, he looks like Pablo Escobar. <laughs> um, wait, wait, do that start, straight narcos. What he does, uh, Holtzman. I'm down. I, I go down to Manhattan Beach and I'm walking down the street. And I look over and right at the like one block up from the pier. They have the roads blocked off so that people can't go down there because the parking's all filled. And I just look over and I see Holtzman standing there, and I'm like, is that Brian Holtzman? What the fuck is going on? I'm with my buddy. And then he's like, hey, hey, Ingram. And I'm like, yeah, that's Holtzman. So I go over and I talk to him for a little bit, and I'm just like, this is so weird. I just keep like just keep looking and I'm like, he, this, he has a badge. He's like in full uniform. Like, Dude, it's frightening yeah. to see. It's great though. Yeah, yeah, I'm just this is what I do now. You know, I'm not at the airport anymore. I do the parking for the city of Manhattan Beach. And I'm like, cool, man. And so I talked to him for maybe five, ten minutes. And I'm like, all right, we got to go. And he's like, I've got two more hours left. (laughs) I'm like, what? He's like, I got to work for two more hours. Where are you going? I'm like, I you know, I don't want to stand here for two hours. (laughs) He's like, oh, fine, yeah, that's cool. I'll see you. I guess I'll see you later, huh? I'm just like. Is he mad at me now? Like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just like, all right, man, cool. And we start walking away, and I get about two blocks up the hill to where I had parked, and all of a sudden I just hear over a loudspeaker, August Hamilton. It's August Hamilton, people. And I turn around, and he's in a police car or, like, this official city of Manhattan Beach car, and he's talking over the loudspeaker. Middle of summer, there's hundreds of people walking around the sidewalk. Now they're all just staring at me, like, standing on the, the corner. August Hamilton. That's August Hamilton. Read about him in your local newspaper. Because <laughs> he does a ridiculous August Hamilton uh, impression. And so that, that he would always just talk to me as, oh, look what it is. Drunk August, huh? <laughs> And so I, he I'm does just sober like, and drunk Argus. Uh, drunk Ar- Argus is our he's favorite. He's on the 10. He's on the 5. He's on the 405. <laughs> <laughs> Say y'all on the freeway. Uh, <laughs> so 
See, Arg was a big deal to me growing up in Memphis, Tennessee, because that motherfucker was on the Johnny Carson show like every Tuesday, it seemed. Oh, yeah. He was like, I think he holds like, he held like the world record for the most. Did you listen to Argus on here? He was No, great. I saw yeah. that when I started scrolling down. I was like, okay, I got to do the Bobby Lee. I got to hear what, you know, and I was like, oh, but, and I went to the top because when I saw Jimmy, I'm like, oh, yeah, I miss Jimmy so He might be here much. tonight. I think he's at the improv. Okay. Probably on the main he's room. On the, he's in the main room down there. <laughs> <laughs> Sell out. Yeah, and then I, uh, I don't know if he's here later. Maybe it was last night he was here. I forget. No, he wasn't here last night because I. Oh would, yeah, that's uh, yeah. right. You were here last. I night. had so much fucking was fun. Was Jeff here last Richards night. Uh, in your group as well, or did he come yeah, a little no, bit later? I think he was a little bit later. He, yeah, I think he yeah. said he was. He was like him and John Reap. That's right. Okay, we're, so they were. were see, I They're get so late, confused. It all merges together for me. Because, I mean, I clearly remember you, but then and Mitzi would start all that crazy shit with hiring the comics to be promoters. But what they would do was basically barking like they did in New York, go hand out tickets. They made us do that when I was And then people started selling the tickets, and there was all kinds of scams going on. Hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought it was just easier. None of them were helping get people in. Skateboarder and snowboarder friends because they want to come have fun. He really tried, though. Yeah. And it just start, you know, because it's hard to get people to want to just get out and go out anyway. But And spend park, money. Right. And parking is so, in House of Blues time, it was really lame back yeah. then. So it was just. Because they would take the Hyatt or Andaz, whatever it's called now. And then uh, I don't even know if the other place was there. Katana didn't open for yeah. Maybe I don't know, but that little parking structure—we had no parking. That's why people would come after us and be like, "They're gonna lose the comedy store. We'll make it a parking lot." Yeah, it was constantly gonna be a parking lot. How the like, fuck can a parking lot make more money than booze? I mean, easily. How? Yeah, I mean, it, easily in huh? that There's from no two thousand to, to yeah. two thousand. We didn't have anybody in here. The only booze being sold was to the comedy. Literally being oh, stolen. Yeah. By I was the gonna comics. say that. Uh, yeah, like. I, I mean, my wait, what Pete? Pete was when Mr. I was Mr. Pete, Mr. Pete. I'm just Pete. I'm just going to give you fifty dollars tonight, and I'll apologize later. But okay. man, okay. you got to be a little tighter than this. You know, you know I am here to steal. Tony, right? The Thai yeah. dragon. Okay, Tony, <laughs> you remember Tony? Yes. Okay, so well, Tony. Oh yeah. Oh hey, you want a drink? Oh. Mr. Pete was tougher, scarier, uh, right? Oh yeah, Mr. Pete. Yeah. Attitude. It looks so sweet, but then mm-hmm. you piss him off. His eyes got even smaller. Like, Is that possible? He ate through an entire. <laughs> we used to have Knudsen juices, right? K N right? And uh, he had a tomato juice. Steve Pearl reached over the to get like ice or a glass or something, and Mr. Pete was not having a good day. No. And he took it and he goes, "You went from me," and he threw it, and it shattered tomato juice everywhere. I was like. Hey, Steve, don't reach over the bar. Uh, <laughs> Pete's not in a good mood today. He had a heart attack behind the bar, Mr. Oh, Pete. Oh, no. It was amazing. It was amazing. His <laughs> well, heart attack was amazing. Going. Oh, he kept working. He that was amazing. the entire night. Yeah, that's and impressive. He, he would just literally stop to throw up in the trash can. And then he would make everybody's order. And I'm like, Mr. Pete, you don't look good. And then I remember Mitzi came in. I go, Mitz, um... I don't, is there something wrong? And Mr. Pete's not talking about it. And she went over to talk to him. He goes, it's okay. It's okay. I'm okay. It's okay. You know, so proud. Uh And um, 
She was like, he doesn't look good. <laughs> I think it's his heart. I swear, she <laughs> said it, not him. And then she made me take him to because he wouldn't do it. And I, I, I said, I'll come pick you up. He lives in Hollywood, and I'll take you to her heart guy. And we got to her heart guy, and they immediately put him in Cedar Sinai. They're like, uh, you're walking through a heart attack. That's, I mean, this is 12 hours later. Yeah, that's badass, way. though. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hard-headed. You know, yeah. <laughs> That's just he. He was so appreciative that we did that. Like he bought me a microwave. I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, what? Right? Is that good? Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. to do with that. Yeah, Very right, traditional yeah, yeah. in the Thai culture. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, what are we doing? Have you seen in their pyramids? And I it's still man, have it. Man handing over square box of fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A giant microwave. My roommate was so excited. He's like, where'd you get this? I'm like. My friend, Mr. Pete, Man. and he would come over and uh, take his shoes off, leave him outside. Like tr- truly traditional Asian. And I and handed me a microwave. I was like, Mr. Pete, this is too much. And they were very expensive. This was the '90s. I was like, Dude, no, I don't. I don't even use a microwave. He's like, It's okay. You take. You take. It's okay. I buy you something else. I'm like, No, no, no. I use a microwave. Like no more <laughs> appliances. I don't know what else is coming in. Do you ever get addicted to blowing up CDs in microwaves? What? I, I thought you were going to go completely. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Have that, you ever put a CD in a microwave and hit no. five seconds? What <gasps> am I a stoner? It Did is you? so addicting. You've done this, right? I, I've never. Never done a CD, but I am You've familiar with what it would do. I mean, I, I put CD partially metal front covers of Metallica. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so addictive, but it stinks real bad. But it's really fun. I was no. like up to a twelve pack a day. Was getting out of control with it. It's fun. It Fire's always bad. cool. Oh Eleanor. yeah, oh yeah. But it just immediately just goes. Tsk. And then just and fries. So what do you put it on high for one minute? No, not even a minute. It's Two like seconds, it immediately blows there's, up. There's just enough metallic particle in it that it basically yeah. sets it on See, fire. See, girls are so nice, and th- that doesn't even enter a girl's not, mind I'm to put really something in a nice microwave person. and blow just, it up. But. I'm not going to blow anything up. I'm afraid to put broccoli in the microwave. I think I'm it's going to I'm afraid to eat broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. afraid of microwaves. My roommate loved it. He would give me all the rules, don't do this, don't do that, yeah. but I hate microwaves there's I'm one not- comedian that says that that shit would never fly nowadays this new product does it work no <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I, I would never put metal well yeah well, that's the number one rule well, right right you throw forks it. take a while yeah. what are you experimenting well you gotta do something at the, yeah You're like I don't wanna write any Employ- jokes today right. I know it's what like, to it's do it's employee kitchen lounge yeah I was gonna say time. it's not something you do with your microwave <laughs> right right it's at <laughs> oh yeah yeah but here's how it hey this guy's a dick this party <laughs> sucks what if we uh, CD'd his microwave is that a burrito supreme with the tinfoil <laughs> give it the fuck to me <laughs> that's hysterical well that's how I first figured it out cause I literally just threw a fucking burrito supreme's got the little tinfoil thing yeah turned my head to put on a little ZZ top and I turned back around <laughs> it's fireworks real display, yeah. fire and instead I just who do I call first to tell yeah. you know that's not yeah, put yeah, out yeah. the fire but I'm like no I guess I call my brother I call Jeff yeah. and, you know it's like I have a new thing you know and <laughs> get so, Jeff uh, in here yes We're gonna quickly come up with quickly quickly that's almost like dice getting excited over the uh what was that thing the paper shredder so he, he was like, oh, this one it was real strong. He was like, mm-hmm. so he was putting DVDs in there to see if it would eat it. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm, I went upstairs and he had gone through like an entire collection. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, it really eats everything. Yeah, I'm stuffed like, animals are rat for- in them too. That's, <laughs> yeah, it, it so. makes the little Are you guys all retarded? Is that, oh, is that a trigger word? I'm sorry. 
Uh, not to me. Yeah, oh, I was about okay. to say. Yeah, no. <laughs> Damn it, Hanson. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, I am. I know. Yeah, what yeah. I am. No, I know that this is. To- that's. It's just so innocent. You don't even. You don't have brothers. I have six brothers, and they don't blow up and shoot. In and my break mother's shit? house, she'd snap oh, their neck. Oh, okay, okay. Are you nuts? Yes, Maybe yeah. they did it outside in a playground somewhere. Yeah, with fires? all the microwave playgrounds, of <laughs> yeah. course. Yeah, microwave land, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. regular fires. I mean, like my brother Bobby was a little mm-hmm. bit of an arsenic for a minute. Like he was constant with the fucking lighting fires. It's important. You got to learn who you are, and the best way to do it well, is to burn face. shit. Look at this right here. That's me getting shot in the face with a bottle rocket. Nice. See the hole no, in my that's face? different. Yeah, no, all that's good. We've yeah. done those. All yeah. American. That's just a. Pop I've in done the those. Face. So yeah, see, everyone has well, bottle like, rocket. My wars. brother Charlie, I'll never forget. He had these jeans on. They were called tough skins. They're, yeah, I think they're from. Yeah, tough it's old skins, school, right? Yeah. And and he had the. We were lighting firecrackers in the rich neighborhood, <laughs> right? So we were fucking with people and doing shit, shooting bottle rockets. And Charlie had a whole bunch hanging out of his pocket, and my brother Billy lit it. Like a dick, and it blew his pocket off. We couldn't believe it. And Charlie was running for, ah, ah, ah. like it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever to see. <laughs> We're pretty evil that way. I just remember. Do you know the first time I ever performed here? I came in with a, a gas-powered leaf blower in the OR, and I to piss off Juan up Carlos. Whole room of gas. <gasps> I forgot about that. I totally spaced that. That's what that was the first time because Jeff Trenton was the manager, and he's like, "I can sneak you in and you can come do some sets." But when Mitzi's not here, come practice. Yeah, you know. And then I went in with a leave blower, a gas-powered leave blower, <laughs> and it the smell wouldn't go away. It was just oh, it was a I would have kicked your ass if I was here. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, it was a nightmare. Or I blocked it. it. A, yeah, I could be. Uh, I for, totally forgot. About, and then the one time I wore a tie on stage, and that's when the lights came on. They're trying to get me to apologize. That to I do remember. Oh, this is when the riots are going on. Yes. And the two black girls in the front were like, wouldn't, I had real long hair, and they wanted to keep touching my hair. And they're like, please just leave me alone. Just fucking, just, you know what? I'm fucking new at this, and I'm really trying to do a skit to impress these fucking waitresses. Don't fuck with me. You know, and it's like, and then, and then it, it happened. <laughs> what? I said, why don't you just suck my dick? I, I, it, I said it low just so they could hear. And then, and, she, and then everyone goes, ooh. And then she goes, if you had one, God ooh. Damn and then I really fuck up and say, had your mammy not bitten it off in a <gasps> southern draw like I say? <laughs> then all of a sudden the piano player starts, uh, Mr. Picard, we need you to apply. And, and, then, and then, if you knew, Susan, the lights <laughs> came on. And I, and I just remember Jeff Trent in the back, because I can't that, remember who that well, is. Jeff which Trent is great. was Buffy, the big buff. Uh, we had so many yeah, managers. Yeah, his name I barely is Jeff made Trent. We call contact. him Buffy, but uh, they didn't even know how the light. Who even knew how to turn on the lights? And they're trying to get me to apologize. And my two best friends are in the front, Kenny and Chris. They want to protect Kenny me, so they stand Chris? up and flex <laughs> to try to get me out of there. And I'm like. I'm never wearing a tie on stage. What is, you know, I blamed it on the tie. Cursed. Yeah. She has a goddamn fucking tie. And this is about a hot dog thing out front. Out of your element. And I go out front, right? And I taking the fucking tie off in front of the hot dog guy and the fucking thing. And <laughs> Kenny and Chris come out and like, you're going to be the most famous person in the entire world. You are in so much trouble, right? And, and then I call Scott Day the next day and he's like, just don't come around for two months. <laughs> just stay. So that's your first spanning, or you're... no? That didn't count. No, I, was just, I wasn't a paid regular. I'm just getting sneaked oh, in. Oh, that's right. Jeff's right, giving right, right. me little spots here and there because he could control right. it back then. And 
He's like, just disappear and she'll forget about it because she knows. Oh, yeah. Well, you remember oh. Yorsi changed his name like 30 times. He got banned so many times. He kept changing yeah. his name. Yeah. He started right. as your mama. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, I didn't know what to call him. Like now, Yorsi sticks, but mm, before yeah. that, he had about three or four different aliases that uh, he would change to. Yeah, I've only known him as Yorsi and that guy who's always coming out of the shower in the main room. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a manager God. named Debbie, a black lady, and uh, Yorsi would ch- he'd be like, "No, I'm not him. I'm this," and she'd be like, "I'm black. Do that to the white managers that can't <laughs> tell you apart." And me and Debbie would just laugh so hard because we thought he just. He kept coming back. He would get banned and just didn't care. Kept coming back. Damn. But see, you would disappear for a little bit. Yeah, I would just go. Which would help. Yeah, but then when I, then when I became the paid regular, then there's no getting or anything. Then the fear is in me all the time because the first time I was suspicious because it was the she wants to see you. She says I never even knew the middle room. I'd never been to her office, the oh, scary office. middle. Yeah yeah, 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 her real office. Yeah, Scott's like she went halfway to talk up to the you. haunted staircase. Yes, you got to go up a stair and oh, down a stair. Like, and then go another uh-huh. right and, and go door. down yeah. and around. It's just yeah. Uh, and then the, you just start seeing all these old school oh, lamps, and you're so like, did I go back in time? What the fuck is going on in here? Yeah, she told me a story once that she said she couldn't be in that room for like six. Oh, the ghost bothered they me really too much. Fucked with her. They used to turn her music on and off, and I'd be sitting doing paperwork and. She'd be like, stop it. And I'm like, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. terrified. And mm-hmm. she'd be like, they're t- playing with my music. God damn it. And I'm like, all right. And then she would sit outside in the belly room because mm-hmm. her office, the other door goes out into the balcony of the belly room. Right. So she would sit out there because she, she couldn't deal with them. Like, she was mad at them. Right now, you think she's playing with them? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. She's just I don't happy know why to I said be playing, but you know talking what I meant. to him now, yeah. I'd really like to think that I don't want to have anything to do with any of that. She's, you know, Are she's you, like, she's still fighting with him. You're the motherfucker who <laughs> used to turn my Artie Shaw. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, guess who's, guess who's here and ready to rule you now. <laughs> like, oh my God. She died and now she's haunting us. Oh, yeah. How's La Jolla comedy stores, the condo and everything still there? Oh, yeah, they're like doing that? it. They nice. rebuilt it. They, yeah, they redid it. Uh, after, it's almost human. You you don't get a uh, hepatitis. Yeah, you don't get anything. Like I, 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 no more I went down AIDS. there last year, and they had just it was like they just got done, literally refurnishing, redoing everything, and uh, it it almost felt weird because I'd like, never ugh. before been like I I really got to clean this place up, <laughs> but I was worried that when I left, they were going to go in and be like, well, some of this stuff is out of place. Whereas before. <laughs> You'd go down there and you'd be like, oh my God, there's so much famous jizz all over this yeah, place. Know, that, that weird Coke mirror yeah. glass thing that everyone all bumps there. All of it, up. man. Yeah. Me and Holtzman, I remember literally surfboarding with Paulie's good surfboards off the balcony. Oh. And Holtzman broke one in half. Schubert went right behind him. I mean, it Hilarious. was off the balcony with a board. Like, it was complete insanity. It was, it was so <laughs> fucked up when I first came to the comedy store. I went down to La Jolla with Ari Shafir and uh, Skippy Simon, I think. <laughs> and uh, hilarious. We uh, Skippy? yes, yes. Okay. We um, we go down there, and Matt Bragg was the manager at the time. Sure, and great so Matt Bragg. We said we were doing like Wednesday, Thursday shows down there or something, and we were like, "Hey, so is it cool if we stay in the condo?" And he was like, "Absolutely not. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you guys are gonna no. fuck it up before the headliners get there." Yeah, just like oh, that sucks. 
and I just didn't know anything still. So I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I guess maybe we'll drive back, or I don't know how this works. And so we did the show that night, and then Ari was like, all right, let's go to the condo. I'm like, oh, sweet. He said it's cool. And he's like, no, but the door's broken. <laughs> and so we go down there, and one of the balcony doors just didn't close because it was so far off the Oh, yeah, off uh, the track. Off the tracks. Yeah. And so Ari just walked around. Went over, I'm not fixing it. opened the yeah. door, and then came and opened mm-hmm. the front door, and we just because you could there. hop from the balcony Absolutely. to the other side. But yeah. as I always remember, the we letter in there from Mother Superior, keep this place. Oh yeah, shit! I couldn't keep up with the key, so I would just leave it there because I could climb up. Oh yeah, I remember we had the code too for a oh, while. That's right. Now they still have it. I uh, think. Yeah, it's been the same code, front door code. But it was the front. It was the same front door code for years, and we had Freddie's cousin Jake used to come meet us, and he'd already be in there partying before we got down there because he had all the codes. It's been the same it for so at lax. least ten or twelve years now to the, the the condo to get into the front of the building, and now oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah that's it's the like same. the nine seven four two. I think it is. You don't have to tell him. I think it's all right that. to tell no, him. They can I get know. in the building. I was say, yeah. <laughs> But on the actual door, it was always the same as well. Or mm-hmm. you would just go in and Jake would jump and go through the uh, yeah. balcony doors. Yeah, you could go through the balcony on the guest bedroom or the feature bedroom. Yeah, everyone hated us. I mean, we were pretty terrible going. And I wasn't even a comic. I was just she going down there. She booked a week with me. Remember Golden? Oh, yeah. Golden. Golden. Absolutely. She's not the Turkish busted. sensation. Yeah. Turkish Towers, yeah. She... Mitzi made that poor girl stay a week in that condo with me. Were you headlining? Yeah, yeah. And she would open it and we were just, it was, it was some weird gift she gave to me because I can't remember the one guy, because before, who's the guy who plays with Steve Pearl and he's sober and skinny, he's fucking hilarious, but he's a nut job from old school. Steve Kravitz? Yes. Yeah, is that, is that him? I'm per- that sounds right. No. Who's the guy that locked himself in the room because I came in smoking the joint? And he called Mitzi and he wouldn't leave the fucking room and he came out and threatened me and and he wants to fight me and I'm like, could be Dude, I'm gonna fucking. Kill Was he sober? He was sober and pissed because I'm smoking. Oh, it could be we- Bursky too. Al- no. no, he's skinny. He was fucking hilarious. He- and he was with Steve Pearl. It, it was Steve Pearl. That's where this it other me off. Kravitz and Pearl were. Yes, yeah, because uh, no one was getting. It was almost like this pitted war. Because it's my first time there, and I'm calling all my San Diego friends. Like the Kinnison Coke Mirror is here. Come here, let's party. <laughs> and and then this guy's standing. He's skinny, and he's kind of like New Yorky, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me. And he goes and slams the door. Because Kravitz is Boston, so maybe. Maybe it is Steve Kravitz. Right. feels like that's right. But Do you he, like hockey? Yeah. That's, that's him. That's yeah. it. Thank you. That's yeah. him. Yeah. No, I'm serious. He, because he really hates When me. he got sober, mm-hmm. he really had a hard time This is him for anybody. sure. And because you also got to understand, I was being a fucking asshole. Walking in that <laughs> room to me was like coked up. Uh, no I didn't do coke you know I, I mean. just smoked a shitload of weed yeah. and yeah. just the highness of knowing this room from just the partying exactly. that got on there yeah, like, yeah but that's I'm what I mean yeah it. the party you're, you're walking like, into yeah you're, you're walking right. into Everything Yankee Stadium yes. going fuck I'm playing yes. with the greats right yeah. and I feel like I have to not only bring my friends here to let so I look cool but we have to now raise the fucking bar here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you get a drink for free at the comedy store. It was oh, just yeah. a different world yeah. in oh, La Jolla. Yeah. The crowd La was easy. You yeah, know, yeah, everything yeah. about it was just it was. wonderful. And then 
when Mitzi would come down there with them, they were the most stressed out human beings. They could <laughs> oh not. Oh, my God. If I had to drive her down, it was the weekend. Oh, man. She'd be like, stay in the condo with me. I'm like, no. Oh, no, I don't God. want to. I don't want to. But, yeah, if she was down there, it was a problem. If she wasn't, it was amazing. Oh, I exactly. loved uh, you Corey. You didn't have to deal with her coming down, huh? No. I loved Corey Soto's story about driving her down there. Oh, when she got the car stolen? Yeah, and she Idiot. she forgot to fill up with gas, and then someone <laughs> stole the car and only made it a block because the car ran out of gas. They stole all her music. So for years, Freddie and I tried to replace her music because her music was such a big deal. So funny. What is her music? Anything like big bands. It's like band. big bands, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, the same bullshit they still yeah. play in the yeah. main room. Listen, you know? I opened the main room tonight, the early show. I did that development thing, and uh, <laughs> they were playing the Artie Shaw band, and I forgot. I was like, whoa, I feel like I should be putting out menus and ashtrays. <laughs> That's how old this uh-huh. is. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. But they still play the same stuff. That's what I kept. My biggest memory is that when on that when uh, Freddie used to drive Richard Pryor. Remember he oh, was the sure. driver. He drove her so and on him. March six, I get to open up for Richard Pryor. Huge fucking deal. And then Argus introduces me to Richard because he would just sit in the car downstairs. How did in Argus there. introduce him to Richard? You think? Oh, uh, uh, Rich, this guy. He's a young pup here at the store. <laughs> Mitz has put together a great show for you. I love y'all, Marcus Hamilton. Everybody, ding, ding, wait, ding. That's, you didn't am, you didn't introduce him? Did you introduce him? <laughs> I've been on the Tonight Show seven hundred and fifty times. Wait a minute, is that, but you the show was as good as mine. Pryor. Do you know Richard Pryor, Argus? Well, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that a way to made say? made that mistake? Pri- yeah, so you opened for Pryor where? In the OR. Oh. That was that. Remember when Eddie Murphy was coming and, and, and oh, when Richard- made him get on stage? That mm-hmm. fucking asshole. Everyone's in the crowd. It's the biggest night. Brought at I least Richard- 30 people with him. Yeah. And Mitzi's demanding him to go up. And all he could do is Richard Park. And then just walked up. And it was so... Like disrespectful to Rich, but it was also because he, like, he's terrified. He was totally. I didn't terrified. know how terrified he was until I saw that night, and then I remember his. Wait, whole, who was terrified? Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy oh. was. Yeah, because he hadn't been on stage in so long. I see. Okay, and so, but but Richard Pryor was here, and they were here to see Richard. Right. This is when Richard was doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then he switched to just Wednesdays because he was kind of his health was declining. Yeah, but. Uh, Chewie used to carry him up on stage yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah, like it was uh, very hard. Those to were remember. those were t- that's a rough because it's awkward and he yeah. feels awkward. Get this MS off my ass! Is yeah. how he would start, you and know, he would and yell at you. Oh yeah, uh, but but brutal. he they only picked certain people. Like it was me, Lauren, and Jen were the only waitresses allowed to work. Oh, I, Jen I Freeman, imagine. Lauren oh, Powell, yeah, myself, yeah, the top pros, and yeah. uh, then. Whoever went on before and after Richard was very specific. Like she was very. That was the, to go. If you on got right that call, before, it was a big right. deal. That was. Yeah. I mean, that was life because I was temping at Virgin Records and Hollywood, <laughs> Beverly Always Hills funny. at the time. Yeah. You know, and I'm. I don't even them know what that means. Co- temping at Virgin temp- Records. Uh, like, in Beverly Hills, Virgin Records, the label they did yeah, Public but, Enemy. And, he was the temporary. temporary. I, I know. Job. I love that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't know they job. let that happen there. Yeah, I well, guess. Well, because I'm a comedian. And oh, yeah, yeah, you okay. Know. Like, man, you I need a commit. fucking day job, man. Please, <laughs> fucking help me. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You know. <laughs> so that's how that, that kind of good Paulie. Yeah, no, yeah. Dude, I can get you in as long Dude. as you say the fuck, fuck, fuck part, bro. Dude, that's my favorite part of the whole thing, right? Right. Right. Uh, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sandy Dance was the best. 
Wait, okay, so you're doing your temp job and you have to come and open for Richard. Oh, life-changing because <clears throat> everyone, it, like I said, it's not ever packed. But when Richard's here, it's packed, but it's packed with fucking famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when Martin Lawrence was just wasting, doing his fucking phone bill on stage at night and all that <sighs> fucking wasted time. That would drive me. Eddie Griffin. Oh, Eddie. Fucking Dice talking about the it. pyramid. Oh, du- no, okay. Dice. Look the, how he gets. Here's <laughs> Dice would kill us because then he would bring the whole room down and piss everyone up until everyone's left. And then he goes, "So I'm jerking these two guys off." <laughs> and then he doesn't talk for ten more fucking minutes. And you're like, "I have to be up at seven thirty in Beverly Hills, dressed up to be at the fucking work. My car's blocked in. I can't get out. This fifteen dollar thing I'm getting tonight. I'm gonna. I have no more. Oh yeah, he worked here on. when it was. $15. Oh yeah, we only got fifteen fucking bucks. To a shift. A shift. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they raised He the, was 25. The early 2000s. Now me, these little so. pricks make a living. I know. It's wonderful. See, but no, that's awesome, though. And that's why. Look how excited he oh. is. I think people should suffer the way we did. Well, no, I don't <laughs> want them to go through it. I mean, here, but I was thinking this earlier, though. These fuck faces don't have to deal with the toughness of six motherfuckers. No. That was. Hard because you don't you don't tell your jokes abandon your material but don't try to so where are you from you just try to ring it in like your living room and it teaches that timing Mm yeah and then it makes you be you and that's something that demands you to be yeah and so yeah they're they're all up there pretending to be the comic they think they should be right because they haven't had the pain of someone being like are you trying to tell me jokes there's three of us here motherfucker right right. you better be you, otherwise yeah. this I don't is going to be that quiet shit. the whole fucking time. i tell you, time. when it used to be horrible, though, this was when there would be no one. And it would be <laughs> we did those, Joe so. Rogan, take turns yelling and making fun of me. <laughs> then I'd get on stage and try to make fun of him. Then Don would just try to come make fun. I mean, there was no one and nothing to do, but it would hurt my... Picard doesn't have any fucking material. <laughs> he just shows up and gets lucky. You know, I'm like... Fuck you! I, I, fuck you! You dress like Don Barris! Fuck you! You know what I'm like? You know, and it's, you it's dress just, like Don oh, Barris? Yeah, I don't know anything I'm saying. I'm like, fuck if I could just get Joe to beat me up. Oh, God, I can pay off USC. Every punch, 30 grand. Come on, beat me up, Joe. You know? doing Bob Nelson's bits. He's hitting me. He's hitting me. He's hitting me. That's right. Yeah, 30 grand, 30 grand, 30 grand. Yes! God Hilarious. Damn, that's so funny. That's only my brothers will get that. Did you ever see that on the Rodney Dangerfield special? It's a guy named Bob Nelson. And he talks about Uh, this guy. He did a character uh, called Jiffy Jeff. And he's like, oh, you get $5 if you spar with the guy. He's like, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) And Jiffy Jeff would get hit. And he's like, every time the guy, he's hitting me, he's hitting me. $5, $5, $5. And he was just so dumb. Like, he would add it up. How much is that? Like, just the dumb punch drunk guy. He's so good. (laughs) It's so yeah, silly. Yeah. My brothers watched that on a loop. More oh, than you dice. Believe it. Well, that was the, see, that was Sam's greatest big one. And that was Roseanne's. She was oh, on that yeah? tape, too. Oh, That's yeah. a, I've that was seen a that big one. one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm fat. I guess I should point that out. That's yeah. how she started. That was her first big one that she cranked out. She with played there. Rodney's wife. Uh, yes, yeah, right. Skits. In the I was mirror. Say, is that the one where he brings her out from the crowd? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. No, 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 no. This is when or she's doing different? the skits and she's eating the turkey thing and doing her hair. Yeah. Hair. Yeah. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> that was brutal. Jesus. Oh. I, and she, was, I, she said that, um, she goes, man, that was so great. Like, I got to play Rodney's wife. And I thought, he was mocking you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so, because her voice was so grating that you're like, oh, you what? Like, if you were married to that, I'm like, 
fuck. I would kill uh, her. Yeah, that's brutal. Can we that, just play the quiet game for the next 10 years, please, darling? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just one, two, three, go. So wait, when you opened for Richard, how did it go? That went great because not only did I do Richard Pryor in front of Richard Pryor, but I even used the N-word. You know, I mean, wait I a minute. Wait. You, I, did, I did the... Uh, go. Okay, go. Uh, we'll me. go Uh-oh. for it. Are you getting ready to do your spot right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Danny Luke. Wait, are we at an hour? We'll wrap it up, that's yeah, all. we're very close. Okay. Okay. Doesn't matter. This way we'll catch Did the end see? of it. Look, it went we're from 58. Black Power back okay. there to the Statue of Liberty. It's Statue of Liberty. Woo. We're getting done. Yeah, it's Josh. Black Power, Statue of Liberty uh, finish. Well, wait. So so you did Richard Pryor. Up. Oh, yeah. We'll go up and catch the end. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, Danny yeah. Lucas is up there. He wants to say hello to you, too. Oh! Dude, what? Oh, this is so good. This is... So... Okay, is so say... Here. So Richard Pryor, you kill it. So, yeah. I kill and then... I am supposed to bring up Richard, but we know there's going to yeah. be that awkward moment, and Mitzi knows that I know the things, but she's dealing with Eddie trying to deal with. So, see, I did, I got to yeah. open up for him twice. So, the first time it was smooth, and then Chewy and some other hey, dude bro, brought him up. Can't park here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Always funny. All I think is Dom Herrera. <laughs> On that side of Sunset, he's a fucking blues legend. That's On right. this side, he's a doorman. <laughs> that is fucking Hollywood. Yep, <laughs> that's true. In a Dom. nutshell, man. Yes. But so, ugh, that was life-changing. I, I kept the cigarette and the ashtray from yeah. that night because I'm smoking oh, joints wow. and, he's sm- and Richard's smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And so then we all go and leave. And then Art, because I had to go up. I'm like... Argus, thank you. That, yeah, that, that was that really means a lot that you did the introduction, you know, and and Rich, you know, because Richard's voice was kind of like that, you know. Yeah, like, hey, white boy, keep talking. You're kind of you're not funny, but keep talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, just, he, he just still had a ray. He still had to break your balls. Oh, oh for the sure, the best. Yeah, for sure. But I literally got to do the uh, and the bitch had the biggest titties in the world. <laughs> And she had a tattoo on each titty. <laughs> you know, and oh. of course they all, you, you know, and then I, I even push it. because, well, I remember Jesus. I remember when the boy got killed. That's for real. It was down at the railroad depot. I tried to warn the nigga. I said, boy, don't you go fucking with them Jews without no money. <laughs> and afterwards, that's when Chris Rock and their entourage call me. I'm like, oh, fuck here. I've used the N word. I am dead. Yeah, you're so, in big so trouble. what I'm doing is you guard your face and your nuts. Here's yeah. what you do when you're walking into the circle, guys. Right hand it's over your nuts, so face funny. in front of your teeth. Yeah. And so I'm flexed and I'm like, hi, guys. And they're like, hi, and they guys. circle around me and they're like, do more. Well, shit, I'll say whatever you want if you don't beat my white ass. You know, yeah. and then I just did, and they just, because they all love the same shit. I know, and, you yeah. know, just do the skits. For oh my them. God, it's so great. I completely forgot. That. I mean, I remember you doing uh-huh. well in front of her, but I mostly remember the tie. Oh, oh, that I tried. Right. Because to me, when it's bad, it's more. It sticks more. It's funny. Like look- where it's going to be a problem, or we might have to fight these girls, or whatever the fuck comes up. You know. Just years later, Mincy, you're like, well, because I was like, what do you mean? I'm the third most suspended person. That cannot be. Yeah. Pauline. Well, was Sam, Eddie ahead of you or behind you? Ahead. Okay. Sam clearly. Eddie Griffin. I Eddie mean. Eddie Griffin yeah. clearly number two. Always funny. At a far distance. Dice is pretty third, good. You come in. Dice was banned but a I, lot that's too. That's what I was gonna say because when Dice lived up there, he was. I, I heard he was in trouble all the time. For yeah, a it wasn't ever up there. It was that way. But yeah, oh, is it the, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. That's okay because he got banned a lot. Oh. He got banned. 
I, I'm like, this is not the reputation. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to. <laughs> but even like, he'd be at the height of his career playing arenas. Yeah. And he'd walk in and she'd be like, yeah, you're <laughs> banned. Don't even think about it. Start your shit. And it's like, that's how she was. She didn't, give her, she didn't care. Oh, yeah. We were, that night with Eddie uh, Murphy, too. I remember his entourage. He had like 20, 30 people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them ordered tea. So oh, I had to bring tea God. with like milk and coffee. And so it was like milk, See, sugar. Sober people. And I was like, I, I, don't order. Saying, don't yeah, order. Right. Go away. Right. You don't have to buy a drink. You're not a customer. I was pissed. So I guess when you're in Eddie's entourage, if you weren't Charlie, you couldn't drink or smoke or have fun. You've got to be yeah. anal weird. and <laughs> Charlie's great. We had uh, uh, Freeze loved it. You remember Freeze? Oh, Freeze. Yes. Well, Freeze was on tour with Charlie for a long time. <sighs> he told some great... Uh, Charlie Murphy stories, man. So I've never funny. been more proud. Freeze, of Charlie, oh. and Freeze, and just all of their because it's like first off the shadow of Eddie, but for him to literally come the the yeah. Dave shit, you know, yeah. like, you can't make this shit up, you know. Great. Oh, oh I have a Prince a, a Dice Clay story of the Comedy Store. Uh oh. Oh shit. Well so, then, don't whisper. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I know. I'm like, uh, I know. I keep yeah, looking around. I'm like, like I'm gonna Prince get in trouble. And Andrew are here, right? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, who's gonna get me in more trouble? No, Prince or Mitzi. But um, so I'm showing. We're out front, and I'm like, I'm gonna go swoop beers from Pete because Pete was standing on the side. I'm like, I'm gonna go steal beers. Mr. Right Pete, back. Mr. Yeah. Pete. So I'm okay. gonna go steal beers real fast because Mary, my big friend Ash, oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we're all hanging out in the front, and I'm going to steal Heinekens, and I come back with my Heinekens, and I'm all stoked. And Ash, who's not really impressed by much, is like, I'm like, what what the fuck? How hot could she be? And he's like, dude, limo pulls up. The driver doesn't even come open the door. The door opens. Prince gets out. He walks up into the comedy store, says hi to us, goes up and sticks his head in. He sees Dice's on stage. Fuck Dice Clay. Turns around and walks away and gets in his car and drives off and leaves. And I'm standing there like, What? What? And I was so proud of Prince from hating Dice because we're all so mad at him at that time because that's the times when he'd kill us. Those, yeah. You know, we were trapped. It was literally one of those he nights where- He would get offended? Prince would get offended? He was offended. He goes, oh. he literally looked at Ash and he's like, fuck Dice Clay, I'm not staying. But you would think that Prince would send the driver or anything, but it was Prince personally <laughs> who went up to go and he stuck his head around. Ash is like, he knew what to do. Yeah. He's like, he'd done it a million times. He walks right up past Pete and, or Harris. Harris like the, yeah, Harris. That's why we switch it. Mr. Pete. Okay, Harris I got Pete. you. I got yeah. you. And he said he stuck his head around just like anyone else would do and knew. Yeah. Stood there for a minute. Let and me just peek right in. Right yeah. back out and I'm like, oh. And I'm Prince. so proud of myself. Like, I'm coming back with my championship Heinekens and I've missed a Prince. <laughs> thing <laughs> fuck you miss a prince a prince a prince sighting dissing on dice when we're all so poor and in trouble and that's when how remember when howie mandel used to park his fucking car in the front and go eat across oh, yeah. the street yeah 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 how unfair was that and then he'd come <sighs> on stage and do his fucking 1983 act from jimmy crack corn and i don't care <laughs> shit i'm like did. are you fucking kidding me you were killing no microphone me. drove me crazy oh. drove me crazy absolutely oh. crazy walking through the crowd no microphone <laughs> yeah. i wanted to beat him senseless mm. and mitzi would oh he's ain't great and i'd be like well you need something to drink mitz because oh, i can't i'm not agreeing yeah, with you right yeah. now <laughs> i like how bob oshak walked the crowd 
He, oh wait, when did he, Bob Oshak walk the crowd? That's the, great. That shake hands like a politician guy, oh. and it was awkward, weird, beautiful, neat. Then he'd go up and do that rap thing. Here's the one time that Bob looked at me. I'm like, please don't do your rapping thing at my shows. I get so nervous. My cra- and and then he's like, Picard. You know, I mean, immediately. That's Picard so lame. Not to, right, yeah, and, and, and of course Picard, it's he my does it. The yes. wife beating. Remember the wife beater? Oh, the, oh, the, the that was Pat, the Pat Benatar. <laughs> yes, anytime that comes Every on. Every time he would mime taking his jacket <laughs> yeah. off, he would always go like this. I'm like, dude, it's over. It's over, dude. It doesn't come through you. And he goes, that's what you got from it? I beat the shit out of my wife. That's, yeah, that's... what you got from it? I go, yes. Don't do things to distract me. Is do Bob it from right. Memphis? Uh, Where is he T.R. DeGraw's from Memphis. No. T.R. T.R.'s from Memphis. T.R., that's a great one. Here was T.R.'s great opening joke. Oh, Hollywood, the only place where dogs try not to step in human shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was his opening. <laughs> yeah, like, that is fucking great, man. Can I wow, buy that, please? I forgot about that? T.R. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but Oshak, he might have been from Memphis because I remember, I can't think, Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think specific, like, where he's from, because this is what happened. He came back. He went home to visit. Uh-huh. He came back, and he brought Mitzi a P- an Elvis. Oh. Something he, Elvis. He is, yeah, he is, he is Memphis. This is right. Yeah, right. yeah. So he brought something Elvis for Mitzi, like, maybe, a, like, a little, something that played music Elvis songs, right? Because mm-hmm. she loved music. Yes. So he, Bob brings it to her. He's all excited. He puts it on her desk. He gives it to her, right? She's great. He goes out. He was the runner at the time. Uh-huh. He went out. He does a couple errands. He comes back. Mike Becker is walking out of Mitzi's <laughs> okay, office. Mike. Right? Uh-huh. He's been on, too. And Mike Becker's oh. walking out, and he goes, thanks, Mitz. This is great. And he walks out, and he has what Bob gave Mitzi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was the Bob one who used to. Bob was pissed. That was the guy who would tell me I'm suspended. Because yeah yeah, because sure, when you call the six five zero six two six eight number to call for your avails on Monday, yeah, he, uh, Jonathan, Becker you need was to come the real in boss, here. You're, vice president. You're not going to turn in your avails this week. I don't know if you know this, but you need to come in here. It we yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I'm like, Becker oh, was the shit. He, he was, was the so real good. deal. Yes. And, and he was so professional. Like, he, it meant he would tell him to do the worst things, and he'd have to call oh. and do it with a straight face. And he would. He would. Yes. So, wait, did you stop doing stand-up for a while and get into just no. producing? Well, or do you still is, do stand-up? Well, I do. See, I'm in the band Are You a Cop? And I hate to move the equipment and shit because I'm a lazy piece of shit. So I turn into Mick Jagger, and I just be funny to try to get around. So What's Are You? I don't know what you're saying. What's I'm in a, a band. It's a band called oh, wow. Are You a Cop? With okay. the guys, one of the, uh, Gregory Moore from Black Flag and Ash from Chief Drinkle. Ash. Oh, you're y- a friend. Y- oh, yeah, yeah right. The big yeah, guy. He's yeah. a real wonderful guitarist. And uh, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we do a lot of... Play a lot of shows like oh, I meant to bring you records and stuff. I got all this stupid Aww. promo bullshit to give out and stuff. But literally, I'm in Are You a Cop and Pigstar, and we play a lot Pig of shows. Pigstar is my favorite name, well, by the way. Thank you. We're very proud of the Pigstar stuff. But the problem is, that's kind of the stuff I do in Memphis, and the barbecue is fucking me up. I cannot. I'm having a bad food addiction. I, I'm literally eating. I was eating so much barbecue. And so much fried chicken and just shit. It's pretty it like, good. It's perfect. I mean, it's we like. We worked in Nashville. And let me tell you. You don't know, use the N-word. N-word. Gosh, but look around first. I'm just uh, saying the chicken was so <laughs> good. Yes, I hate to be is, stereotypical, uh, I know, but the southern fried yes. chicken. 
Uh, Whoa. The so South good. is the only place literally on the vegetable dish is macaroni and cheese. Absolutely. I mean, that's for I'm not making that. That is fucking real. But I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yes. And so, I got this new fucking TV show and they're demanding me to lose all this fucking Memphis weight. And treadmills fucking Okay, so suck. you've been living in Memphis for how long now? Not a full decade. Okay. You know. And now um, were, you were down there producing? Well, I was the director of the film department at Ardent Studios okay. producing. And then, then I won the Emmy for the city of Memphis. See, in 2012, I won a fucking Emmy. That's Trip amazing. Out, it, I know. Trip out of how fucking watered down the system is when a fuckface like me gets to have some. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, I know. So but, uh, what? For the city of Memphis, for the Memphis Music Foundation, I created a cartoon to help get kids into music because they just wanted kids to oh, show okay. up. Yeah. And so they started putting them in the movie theaters and on the channels and stuff. And it, it just did a lot of stuff. And basically, I got nominated and I was so for sure that we weren't going to win that I was like, look, we're nominated. I've got to work my fucking ass off and sell as much shit before that actual night comes. Yeah. Then it's over. And I was too cheap on my budget to want to fly out. And I'm fighting with my girlfriend and all this bullshit. So I'm like, we're not going. We're just going to go to the Stax party and go party with the band Lucero and go do some bullshit. And then we see that I won. And my (gasps) asshole competitor dude got to accept and give the speech. And I'm like, I could have given a comedy speech. (laughs) I'm a Fucking asshole. You oh know, my I, and so God. the greatness of winning was balanced off with the, you fucking cheap, stupid, dumb idiot. You, uh, d- you know, so as a Memphian, I just physically cannot do Memphian. anything correct. You know? I get it. <laughs> you know, I do everything just, backwards too. Yes. So, so you're doing that, you're producing, you have a new show. Yes, called the Cornhole Diaries. We're actually Cornhole shooting, Diaries we're has shooting to be the greatest name I've ever heard. Well, thank you. We're very proud of it. It is the silliest, stupidest, greatest thing in the world. You know, Cornhole in the parking lot. You throw the fucking bags in you the You keep hole. saying, I'm an inner city kid. I don't know. How do you not? You don't blow shit up in microwaves. You don't throw things into holes. with the. It's called Cornhole. Guys, you know what Cornhole is, right? Cornhole, yeah, okay. Yeah, they they probably grew up in the suburbs, have a front lawn, grass. Yeah, well, it's anyway, you throw a little fucking bags in the I've heard of it. I've I've seen it. I don't think I've ever played it, I gotta be honest. Well, it's about time you girls start being honest with me. I play football, baseball, well, and basketball. basketball. Yeah, I'm forward, not good at basketball. Were you a forward? What position? Yeah, but I was never good at basketball. Okay. Like I wasn't. See, that was my. It was shit, not too. my. But football and baseball, softball, like that was my that was my shit. Do you remember when we had swimmer. the? Do you remember when I formed the uh, comedy store golf team, and we won? The, yes, and yes. I went to the Playboy Mansion. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Because we had the <laughs> Hugh Hefner used to come in here and request me as his waitress. Oh, that is so cool. He was so nice. Because of you, yeah. I was Yo, on there. Gosh, I was with so Tammy nice Pascatelli. Me. We were bouncing on a trampoline. <laughs> she slipped off. I'm not kidding. She went down the hill <laughs> like a rock on water, like bing, 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 oh. bing. And she, I go running because it was a little drizzle out. And we we shouldn't have been playing on the trampoline, but we were. Mm-hmm. And the other girl, Adrian, sat in the corner like, oh, my God, she's dead. Because oh, no. we thought or paralyzed or something. So I go running down to check on her as I'm trying to not laugh. And <laughs> she's like, don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Am I paralyzed? I'm like, I don't know. Tell me, are you paralyzed? And she goes, how many can call my parents and tell them I got paralyzed on a trampoline at the Playboy Mansion? (laughs) (laughs) They're never going to believe me. And she freaked out. And I I was like, oh, my God. So I had to, like, pick 
pick her up slowly and what but that was you that would do the golf things mm-hmm. and we had that we would we would so host their fun. parties. Yes, yes. Completely we came separate. in second place because I would get ringers from Riviera Golf Club. I was That's the only nice. real comedian. <laughs> but my friend Jude, who always ran the door when I would do the main rooms, he was one of the guys. But oh, yeah. I pulled in two other ringers and we literally came in second place at that big uh St. Jude thing. Wow. And I know that was right because we all had on our white comedy store. You know, we had the, the white with the black. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Used to do, I, I used to have the white sweatsuits, the red sweatsuits, the black sweatsuits. Now the they thing. only do black. I like the uh, new beanie things that Barris was busting. Little comedy oh, yeah. store. I mean, those are Wait, cool. with the red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I an like old that. one. Oh, is we it? We don't have that one, though. No really? Yeah, we only have okay. the. I'll see if we have some, okay. but I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, all right. So you want to plug your show because we, we've yes, been going. Yes. We've been get... just been. Ra- Whoa, it's already 11-11. What time is I know. Make spot? a wish. 11-11. Don't oh. worry. My spots are later. I only wish at 12-34 because if you wish at the double time all day, you're just wishing your life away all day. <laughs> you know? You know? <laughs> so it's like, oh, I'll throw the wish at 12-34. Well, you know. Well, well okay. So uh, do you have any dates coming up? I mean, other than court Oh, she's diaries. pissed at me. I'm just kidding. Ocean, no, what? I'm kidding. Being a smartass. No, you know, all I really care about right now is that's radio sorry. I was caring about. Silent. I was just feeling what felt silent. good about it, and I was feeling good with the hands above the table. But no, it's the Cornhole Diaries that it's a game for charity. To where literally you just talk shit, and then the winner gets ten thousand dollars to give to their charity to, to, to their, their favorite charity. So we perfect. literally get a plug to charity. So if I'm going up against you, you're don't beat the cat's charity, and I'm don't beat the dog's charity. Well, they get two plugs, but if you beat me, well then the cats get one more plug plus ten grand. Got it. And there's okay, kind of a whole thing. Cool. It's a feel good, but it allows us to just be able to talk shit, and we're trying to get like the most, you know, like. You get the Joe Rogan, Carlos Mencia motherfuckers, the FedEx, people that UPS, hate each other, right? Yeah. Coke, Pepsi. You get everybody to hate each other to air it out right there, like to get like people to come together to give money to a charity and to talk shit for one another and compete. This is the only thing. But then it's a good cause. You exactly. kind of work it. Out. You kind of air your laundry and work it out. Exactly. Right. And oh, that's, that's cool. Trying to do a feel good and have some fun because we're all older and stupid, just as we were as ever. But <laughs> let's celebrate it. And I know let's do I some am. Good. Oh. You're um, awesome, and congratulations! Would you have a, a website or something? Or no, you know, you can go on Instagram at like a one pig star one, one and, pig uh, star one. Yeah, but really, okay. the only things I really ever like to plug are just really what's going on in like the comedy store. That's great. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. No, is, I love it. That's yeah, what I plug. You know, I mean, I only come plug here. Stand up. We're shows. hanging out, right? Yeah. Come here. You know, that's really the thing to plug. I'm come here. Hang out at the I don't. Store. I don't know when this is coming out. It could be next week. It could be two weeks. I we're we're kind of stockpiling. Cool. So I'll just say for my dates, go to eleanorjkerrigan.com. Uh, I know I'm going to Kansas City April fourth through the sixth. Nice. I will be at the comedy club, uh, performing there, eating barbecue, and then uh, <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, there uh, shit's And water. then uh, oh, is it? Yeah, it's a little. House water. of Comedy in Phoenix, April twenty fourth through the 28th uh, headlining there. so You have all your dates memorized? You're I try. Just, so, just at least so April. Pro. I know there's a bunch in May. So just go to the website and find it. My Come name. to the Comedy Store and yes. check out Rick Ingram. He's here every weekend, uh, which is amazing. And then I'm He's here good. when I can be here. And Jonathan Picard is mm. here now. Very exciting. Josh, do you have anything to plug? Here he comes. Josh O'Brien, our producer. Uh, and he's going to plug some dates because he's got a bunch of shit to say. Uh, not a whole lot. But, and uh, we make them work hard. Check out uh, Civilianization Podcast, Military Veteran Podcast. Uh, Freeze Love is actually, 
either just came out or is coming out, depending on this one. Sweet. You he, had him on, right? Yeah, Again? this is the second time, and, and it was great, too, because he talks about some, because uh, he was an army, old school army, like, yeah. during uh, the Cold War and He's did some crazy shit. stories. Yeah, man. man, and, like, how things Garden are. Walls and shit. Yes, yep, and then yep, Mr. Yep. Hess, uh, the oh, German, yeah. and it's really crazy, so that's cool. And if that's not it, it's the one after that, which would be uh, Matt Clear, who worked with uh, SEAL teams down in Coronado. He was a former SEAL. TV, did some badass shit with uh, U.S. Marshals, yeah. and um, and he also teaches uh, active shooter classes down in San Diego. So great. it's one of those two podcasts coming up. I'm probably going to... Uh, yeah, check out same thing. Check out Josh O'Brien. Just go to my at Josh nine six O'Brien. I got dates. Is this plug, Josh, and Jesus, that's it. Mary, <laughs> Joseph, Mary, I love you. Thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Rate, subscribe, Woo-hoo! get your shit together. Negative or positive comments, we don't give a shit. Thank you. We're just glad you can type.